Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core four parenting podcast blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Welcome back to the Transforming the Toddler Years podcast. Today's episode is so celebratory. One year of podcasting, one year of this show that speaks directly to you, pandemic parents raising the COVID generation. I am just overjoyed here to share this space with you and this huge milestone. In the world of raising kids, we're all about milestones, right? The pandemic had milestones of its own, but we are here and we are here together. And so the first year of firsts of the Transforming the Toddler Year show is over, and we're about to enter what I lovingly call with kids, the second year of firsts. But first, let's celebrate this one. I just can't even believe everything we've accomplished together over the last 12 months. This show launched January 3rd, 2023, and this week we hit 104 episodes. I'm still blown away by the ability to share this space with you and bring you this really relevant content to your everyday parenting life. We also have hit the top 2.5% global listenership ranking. And that tells me that not only my American mamas and daddies are leaning into what it means to be a pandemic parent a few years later, but so many more of you from all the countries around the world are too. And I'm a huge lover of human beings. It doesn't matter to me where we live. It doesn't matter to me what language we speak. It doesn't matter to me if our kids are adopted or biologically born, if they are foster. It doesn't matter. We are human beings raising human beings during a time when everything has changed and we need each other. So hooray for one year of the Transforming the Toddler Years show. All right. So let me just tell you a little bit about when I reflected on this, what it meant to me. I see myself like the Lorax. Do you know the book? Have you watched the movie? So good. So, so good. The Lorax is a voice. And he speaks for the trees because they can't speak for themselves. Well, I'm the Lorax, except I don't speak for the trees. I speak for the COVID generation. Kids who are struggling and can't speak for themselves. And the way they are communicating their struggles are interpreted as behaviors. And so they are met with punitive discipline, both at home and at school. Or they're met with, you know, an ABA approach, this idea that we have to somehow modify what 
our kids are doing to meet what we think is the expectation they should be checking boxes for right now. And I come from a totally different place than that. I come from a place where as a mom for the last 23 years and counting, as a teacher for about the same amount, and as just this true lover of our human nature, we need to be looking at who these kids are, what opportunities they have had to meet milestone development and what opportunities they have completely missed and meet them where they are. So this is a fun fact. You may or may not know this, but the original title that I gave this show way back in pre-production when I was planning, because it took me three months to put this show together before I felt confident enough to launch it to you. So the first title was Raising Gen C. And it made perfect sense to me, Raising the COVID Generation. But when I tested it, it made very little sense to all of you. And I'm realizing now there was a couple of reasons for that. One, Gen C sounds a lot like Gen Z. C as in COVID, Z as in zebra. And they are not the same generation at all. And secondly, when I first brought this to you, the idea of a COVID generation was novel. It was brand new. It was top-down thinking because as a teacher, I knew we were headed for some difficulties, but that there was going to be a lag time before the bottom fell out. And so I really wanted to proactively set you up for success in knowing what type of struggles you might be observing and what would be coming as soon as your kids started a traditional preschool program or a full-day childcare program, things that were not available to them by and large during that three-year COVID gap. But proactive doesn't always make sense to, to us when we're not inside the struggle itself. Well, I'm sad to say it's here. Your pandemic babies are three. They are four. They are now in their full-time programs. And the teacher conferences have started. We're a bunch of months into that first year of a traditional educational program, whether you're in a public preschool or a private preschool, whether you choose Montessori, regardless of where your kids are, they are now in that space. And I'm starting to hear exactly what I expected. And it's breaking my heart. But I also know that I have a program for you that will reground the parent-child relationship inside your home in such a way that you can help your child feel more confident to be who they are right now and work towards regaining what they need in order to be successful in school and life. And what I want to do is I just want to read you a couple of DMs that I've been getting to really show you that you're not alone, that your child is not bad, Their behaviors do not show that you have done anything wrong. You have done exactly what you can for them all these years inside that survival mode of the pandemic. 
This is exactly what in early child education we expected to happen on the other side. So let's just accept it for what it is and work towards a solution. So I got this one, this one message from a mom that said, hi, yesterday I had a parent-teacher conference and the teachers told me that my four-year-old has no friends. Oh, it hurts my heart because he pokes them, brushes his body on the side, follows them after being told by the other student not to. I get it. I would be annoyed too if someone did that to me. What can I do to teach my four-year-old not to do this? Because I think that he's trying to communicate that he wants to play, but they're running away from them. I saw this yesterday on the playground and it made me cry. He has a little sister at home who's 11 months old and I see the same thing happening with her. Help me, all caps, help me. You are not alone. Our three and four-year-olds do not have an understanding of this social skill, the social norms, how we engage with others to communicate that we would like to play with them, to sit next to them, to have a conversation with them. This is the post-epidemic social epidemic. And I want you to know I'm here. It's really tricky stuff. A few weeks ago, I went to an early childhood education conference and presented my seminar, Raising the COVID Generation. And I talked about the five executive functioning skills we need to be practicing and giving them opportunities to practice every day in order to regain these skills. And I sat at these tables with other educators in the field right now Every single day, boots on the ground, parents dropping off little kids, and they are with them all day long. And they told me exactly the same thing, that it is basically one big sheep herding experience all day, every day, because these kids are full of love. They're full of curiosity. They're full of a desire to engage with each other. They just don't know how. And I know this is a celebration episode and it's getting kind of heavy, but I'm a realist too. And I think the best celebration is going to be the day that I get more messages that say, you're transforming the toddler years course transformed how I engage with my child. And because of that, It gave my child opportunities to be independently successful. And because of that, I am now seeing the difference in how they can engage with others when they're not home with me. That is going to be the day that I stand up and do my biggest, best happy dance. And I have one. I love a good happy dance. And that's my mission here. That's my goal here. You are your child's first and best teacher. Full Stop. They spend more time with you in the first five years of life than they do with anybody else, which means you are their model. 
the way you talk to them, the way you listen to them, the expectations you set, the way you hold boundaries with love, but consistency, the way you set them up for opportunities to practice the executive functioning skills they need. And so if you are brand new to this show, as we celebrate one year, welcome. So glad to have you as a new listener. If you are a longtime listener, this goes for you too. The way forward for us is actually to go back to the roots of this show, to the core of this show. Now that you are living the everyday experience of my child is struggling. And because my child is struggling, I'm struggling. And I don't want to live in struggle. I don't want to live in survival mode anymore. I want to do something on purpose to help them break out of this. I'm ready to take some action to help them thrive past their pandemic experience. You're ready for that. Then I have a challenge for you. I want you to go all the way back to the beginning of this show and listen in order to episodes one through 10 to remind yourself or maybe listen for the first time and open your brain, your mind, your beautiful parenting instincts to who they are, why that matters more than what they're capable of doing. ABC's one, two, three's colors, numbers are not important right now. I promise you have been sold a rotten bill of goods. If your child knows those things, that's awesome. It does not prepare them for large or small group social settings like a preschool program. Go back to the foundational aspects here. Go back to listening. Who is the COVID generation? Listen to episodes six through 10, where I talk about flexible thinking sense of self, time management, the ability to wait, the instant gratification piece needs to come off the table, where I talk about those executive functioning skills and give stories and examples. Reset. It's a new year. It's time for a reset. And if you are ready to take some action, I am starting a new cohort of my Transforming the Toddler Years course in just a few days. Come on over, join us. Let's work together to set you up with a personalized parenting toolkit that changes the temperature in your home, that allows kids to feel safe, loved, and honored for who they are right now while you are pulling them up, giving them opportunities to get better at all of these skills so that they can go to school and go to a friend and say, I'd like to play with you. Could I build blocks with you? I'm feeling sad today. May I have a hug? So they can communicate what they need. I am so grateful to each and every one of you for taking this journey with me 
My girls are 18 and 20. Actually, very soon, super soon, they're turning 19 and 21. And raising them with my collaborative parenting methodology, where we deeply connect, we openly communicate, we collaborate and compromise about how to solve problems every step of the way is how I've raised them to be really, truly ready for this world. But more than that, to add significant value to it. And I believe with all my heart that we have a new awareness of what this world needs. That mom that sent me that message, how heads up is that? Yes, she reported what was going on, but did you hear how she also used her motherly instinct and knew that his behavior didn't mean that he was bad? His teachers might be interpreting it that way, but she knew he's not bad. He's searching. He's trying. It's not working for him. We need to help by teaching him another way so he can get his needs met. I'm just so passionate about this, and I know you can hear it in my voice. I would love to hear from you. So as a celebration, a little bit of a a little gift, a little bow, a little cherry on top. If you've been listening to the show for a while and you haven't rated and reviewed it yet, please do. I would accept that so gratefully as a gift for this one year of podcasting. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, or maybe you just caught this and you say, wow, I'm ready to take some action because my child deserves it. And I want to raise a child who is going to change this world for the better because it needs it. And for right now, get themselves feeling really confident, calm, independent in the world. Then I would love to see you in the next cohort of the Transforming the Toddler Years course. Link is in the show notes. Thank you for a whole year. I honor and respect you for doing the biggest job that any parent has ever done. You are raising the COVID generation. Until next time, stay mindful and proactive as we transform the toddler years.